Hello, hello. Hey up, what's up, what's good? Que cosa sucede? Ni hao, priviet. Welcome to the Any Given Runway Show. I'm your host, Randall Carlton Green. Any Given Runway celebrates the exploration of new cultures by highlighting some of the most interesting, intellectual, and artistic people in the world. Everyone has a story. Each person a scholar. We have a fantastic show for today with an incredibly talented and creative guest, New York City author Alexina Brown joins the show. Alexina is a romantic suspense author whose pen name is The Black Dahlia. She best describes herself as a creative. She's currently in New York City, but the Macon, Georgia native has released various ventures within the entertainment and fashion industries in front of the camera as an internationally published model as well as behind the scenes. Alexina wears many hats, showing that creatives can open varying doors while inspiring others to take risks in pursuing their dreams. As a writer, she has contributed articles, blogs, stories for various industries, and striking out her own, she's showing her strength beyond entertainment, focusing on lifestyle and stories to entertain while healing. She released her first book series, The Heartbreak Diaries, which delve into the inner thoughts and roots of heartaches. The Heartbreak Diaries book series are various stories about women dealing with love, lust, pain, and bouncing back. Stories are unique because it tells them from the heart's perspective. Each book has a dear diary moment from an integral character displaying their logic and true intentions within the heartbreak. On today's episode, Alexina chats about why she chose to come up with the pen name and what it was about the nom de plume of the Black Dahlia that intrigued her. Alexina also discusses why she added a dear diary entry into her heartbreak series. And finally, she discusses how she's been shaped by the locations in which she's lived, from growing up in the South to being a current resident in New York City. This was an incredibly fun and rewarding conversation for me. I love chatting with her. I think she has a brilliant mind. She's incredibly creative and is a gifted writer who has a charming personality to go with it. Thrilled for everyone to meet her. So let's go ahead and bring on author, creative, and so much more, Alexina Brown. And let's learn. Would you tell me about the Heartbreak Diaries, what the premise is, and what inspired its creation? Um, The Heartbreak Diaries is a collection of stories of women going through different um, trials and tribulations and good times within love and dating. Um, The premise of the book started with my own personal dating life. I was uh, a bit unlucky. And um, instead of just sulking and staying in that, I decided to write about it just to get a, give, a, give a different perspective because the books are from the heart's perspective. Um, you have like the foolish heart, the selfish heart, the toxic heart, um, and the subtle heart. Those are the four books that are out now. Um, and it just gives like a relatable story because we've all been foolish over a guy or a girl. We've all been selfish. We've all been toxic. So it's just opening up different types of conversations with uh, relationships and dating. And I just thought it would just be a unique twist because, you know, in these current times, women are coming out with um, empowerment books, which are great to just kind of show um, a different side of women gaining their control back in relationships. But there's also times where, you know, you have had your heart broken and sometimes it's your fault because you keep running back to the same things. So it's just to get people talking, get people to think, and just to have an entertaining, relatable story. And it was a very therapeutic process for me in getting over those heartbreaks and writing about them. One part of the book includes a Dear Diary section. So what was the inspiration behind that? Um, well, only one of my books currently talks in the first person. So um, in starting the series, I wanted to kind of give a 
just a unique twist to the book um, to go along with the series Heartbreak Diaries. Um, so the Dear Diary section is like a first uh, account of the person's feelings, why they felt the need to um, stay or why they felt the need to leave. Um, just a firsthand um, story, just a little, give a little background, just give something different within the books as well. When it comes to writers having a nom de plume, I think you have one of the best. So what inspired the pen name and how does it relate to your life? Uh, the Black Dahlia. So I don't know. A, a lot of people don't know about this story. I don't know why, but it's an old Hollywood murder. Yeah, it's uh, a crazy Black story. Dahlia. Yeah. Yeah. So um, with that, I looked at the aftermath and I like to watch documentaries of like old Hollywood stuff. That's just kind of like my guilty pleasure. So um, in learning more about the story and the woman as well, I think her name was Elizabeth Smart. A lot of people came forward and talked about, oh, she wanted to be an actress. Oh, she was an escort. Oh, she was this. She was that. And she was not able to tell her own story. So in adapting that pen name, I challenged and charged myself to tell my own story, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And it's just, um, it was just a unique twist on a name. I thought it was really dope. And also it's just, um, like I said, for me to challenge myself to, you know, tell the whole truth and live in my truth and live through that within my writing. Does your writing take on a different persona by using a pen name? Um, not really. I feel, especially with this book series, it's all me. Um, it's different facets of me, um, whether it's something that I imagine doing or you know, something that I've went through is something that I've um, watched other people go through. So I kind of take it on uh, kind of like with acting. I, you know, you live within your truth within imaginary moments. So it's kind of like me living my truth through these different characters. Who or what inspires you and especially your creativity? Um, a lot of things inspire me. Um, a lot of sitcoms. I like to watch Frasier, Sex in the City, Golden Girls. Um, all, Girl all older ones, all, all classics. Yeah, the classic. I, I stay binging on the classics. Um, it's hard for me to get into new series. Um, also, just things that happen within my life and that reflection. So I think all of that together just helps me in my writing and my creativity. And it gives me a different per I like to watch and um, look at things from a logical perspective as to the why. Why is this person doing that? So really diving deep into that. That helps me with my creativity and just inspires me to write um, along those lines. When it's time for you to sit down for a writing session, do you force creativity? You're like, right now I'm going to be creative, or do you just wait till something pops up and then you sit down to write? Um, a couple of things. I really don't like to force myself to write because I'm not going to like it. I'm going to end up scrapping it anyway. Um, I usually write late, late at night, like two three in the morning. That's like when the world is quiet, nobody's ringing my phone, no one's bothering me, and I can just let things flow better. Um, there are times where I do, like if doing rewrites and edits, I do have to stick to it so I can stay on deadline for release dates and things of that nature. I kind of, you know, sit down and force myself to do it. But as far as like the original creative process, it'll come to me and I'll jot down notes on my phone or in my notebook. And then when I sit down to write, I'll take those notes and uh, create something out of that. When you're doing the research, the background research for a story, do you look for facts and historical things, events that have happened to support what you've already written, or you go on with an open mind and find those facts to then maybe find new areas of inspiration to write about? Um, yes and no. Sometimes I do go back uh, with historical events, especially if I'm talking about it in the book. I want to make sure it's as real as possible so people can relate to it and understand um, the thoughts and feelings behind it. Um, but a lot of times I do kind of make up 
certain things. Like if, if I'm speaking of a singing reality show, I'll make it up, you know, something different just to kind of keep the, um, just kind of differentiate it from it. I mean, you know, like, you know what you're talking about, but it's just, just kind of keep it in that fictional world. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, but as far as like historical events, um, I definitely like to keep that as accurate as possible um, when mentioning those things in my books. New York City to where you're currently at, it seems to be made for writers. It's one of the best muses that exists. So how does the city inspire you? And what also makes you proud to live in New York City? I love New York City. I'm born and raised in Georgia, so it was kind of shell shocking moving up here <laughs> from there. Um, I love just the melting pot of people. I'm always meeting people from different cultures, different areas, you know, different backgrounds. And I pull from that inspiration as well. Um, the city, you can just walk outside your door and get inspired. So it's, it's such an enri enrichment um city and just full of so much culture, full of so much just differences. And people are just together, um, sometimes just on top of each other, because that's just the layout of the city. Or um, people are just together because they have common interests. So I just like to learn from that and pull from that. Um, and just the city in itself is just amazing. I love it here. <laughs> well, you're the second guest of the week to be from Georgia. So I'm also curious on how Georgia inspired who you are today, because it's a location, it's a state with so much culture. So how did Georgia play a role who you are? Um, just growing up and being around different people. Um, when I was in high school, I had a, you know, a group of friends. We had common interests, but we thought differently. So that inspired me as well. And also just coming out of the norm of thinking like everyone in Georgia. It's a very different city from New York, but it, it does have its own culture and its own um, vibe and its own, you know, things that make it special. And I love the um, the pleasantries of a Southerner. I love, you know, the fact that um, there's a lot of hospitality and I think that's, you know, very important to have um, just as a human being. Um, so just growing up and living there and then, you know, taking what I've learned and the foundation uh, with me to New York is, you know, really helped me to get, get adjusted. And it all, I think, I want to say Georgia was kind of like my stepping stone because I started doing a lot of things when I moved to Atlanta after college. And Atlanta is kind of like a, like a mini New York, um, but in a Southern way, it has like so much to do and um, so many opportunities, you know, schools that are, you know, dedicated to arts. I never, I grew up in Macon, Georgia, which was like an hour and a half away. So we didn't have schools like performing art schools or things of that nature that just honed in on people's talents. So I really wanted to, you know, get into a city where I can get started. And that was a great stepping stone for me as far as um, writing and doing other ventures in entertainment. What college did you go to? I went to Savannah State in Savannah, Georgia. Previous guest from Atlanta asked us, what's one song that best represents Atlanta? Oh, um, it's one of the most musically rich cities in the world. Yes, definitely. Um, oh my gosh, I would say "Welcome to Atlanta" from uh, JD. Yeah, um, that kind of gives. Yeah, yeah that, that was his choice a, as well. He's, he's really. Same, so. <laughs> it gives a good synopsis of what the city has to offer. Um, 
Yeah, and it's a song by Outkast. I cannot think of it right now, but this song that represent Atlanta just kind of explains in a you know creatively unique way uh, about the city. And people have so much love for Atlanta. Like they were born and raised. They are diehard Atlanta fans. So. <laughs> Coincidentally, it was an Outkast day at the gym for me this morning. This could <laughs> this could be difficult. The most difficult question I ask you, but which location is better, food for the food? Because New York City got a little bit of everything. Yeah. But Atlanta, one of the great places as well for food. So what is the better city for food? I would say New York because it's so much. It's so much up here. So many varieties. I mean, Atlanta's great. Um, nobody can do soul food like any Southern place. I'll say that. Yeah. But as far as like the variety and the different tastes of cultures, yeah. I, New York all day, hands down. <laughs> well, I wonder if this applies to you too. What is your 2 a.m. Waffle House order? Um, a sausage, egg, and cheese sandwich, uh, hash browns covered in cap. <laughs> <laughs> I love how quickly you knew it. I love it. <laughs> and I get the same thing every time. Water with a lemon. And that's oh, it. That's, that's, it. that's my order. That's, that's perfect. <laughs> you always have a 2 a.m. Oh. waffle house. <laughs> oh, man. Mentally, how do you make sure you're in the right frame of mind to write? And with that specifically, how do you avoid burnout? Um... Honestly, you can't avoid it because, um, unfortunately, writers, they're always thinking. We're always, you know, looking to create, always getting inspired to do something. And there have been times where I sat at my computer and I'm looking at a blank page. I'm like, I have nothing. And there are times where I sat at my computer and I'm writing till 5 a.m. I guess just trying to learn balance. I have not uh, learned that yet. I'm still working on it. Um, but just rest whenever you feel burnout. Um, you know, it's not, you know, it's a normal process, you know, don't quit. You just rest when you're tired and then just get back up and get back at it again. Um, I just try not to get so bogged down when I have writer's block. I just, uh, take in those emotions and I apply those feelings to the characters in my book. So those are authentic feelings. So that's just kind of, I just kind of wing it sometimes. (laughs) Well, you mentioned that writers are always thinking, always thinking of ideas. Now, that's a great aspect of being a writer, but the flip side of that is always thinking leads to negative thoughts, leads to anxiety, leads to doubt. So what about that? When the doubt creeps in and you did maybe write something, you're like, this is garbage. No one's going to read her. This is rubbish. How do you push through those moments? Um, I just look at my previous successes and I just go back to those messages my mother sends me and talk about how she's proud of me. I go back to my friends showing their support. I look at my book reviews and I look at where I started and where I'm at now as far as, you know, starting with just a couple of pages on a Word document. Now I have four published books. Um, You know, it's easier said than done. You know, especially as a creative, you want people to, you know, get your work and dig it and love it. But just knowing and understanding that it's a part of the process and, you know, you will have negative thoughts, but just also um, keep in mind that you, ha- you have more good stuff versus the bad. That's a great answer. I love that answer. What do you feel is the biggest lesson you've learned over the last 12 months? Oh, gosh. Um, I learned that I need to take time to take care of myself. Mentally, emotionally, physically, um, especially being locked up, you know, up here, we got hit very hard and we still are dealing with the ramifications of opening up businesses and having places to go with that. But just also just taking time for you, Um, especially in our generation, we're just so work, 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 work mode. And it's not nobody really taught us to just take a break. 
and be okay with taking a break. I know sometimes I would get so um, mad at myself if I just lay around and watch TV all day, but I'm relaxing. I'm, you know, this is my refuel time instead of just being so burnt out and worn out and I'm not able to give my projects a hundred percent because I'm tired all the time. So this year really taught me how to just sit down. Um, I'm still learning how to quiet my mind because it's, <laughs> I'm always thinking of new stuff to do, but just really take time to take care of yourself. What a great answer. What's next for you? What do you have plans projects for 2021? Um, I do have a new book coming out. Um, it's called The Replacement, and I'll be giving my email subscribers uh, an exclusive look um, at the book cover and a little synopsis about what's going on with it. Um, I'm looking to release it in July um, of this year, and so I'm really excited about this one. This is a, I think it kind of levels up on the Heartbreak Diaries and just kind of takes it to a different level. So it's, it's very fun to write. I'm still um, working on a couple of edits and rewrites. But um, yeah, so be on the lookout for that. You've got the website. How else can people stay up to date and follow your career? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Black Dahlia Writes. Um, also catch me on Facebook at The Black Dahlia. Um, those are my main uh, things where I keep everybody updated on what's going on, what, I, what I'm doing today, my thoughts, and um, a lot of my writing. And also on the website, you can get more in-depth details about the books, the characters, um, the premise. I also write blogs about the books as well that talks about um, just different things that happen within the book and seeing how people can relate to that as well. So it's a lot of goodies on those pages for and on your Instagram, you also do some type of book recap. What's that? Um, just basically, um, just talking about different types of, um, well, talking about the Heartbreak Diaries. I do my late night book chat on IGTV and it just gives like a brief synopsis of the book. Um, I started it because Saturday nights I didn't have anywhere to go because, you know, we're still kind of shut down. So I'm like, well, let me just sit up and have a glass of champagne and talk about my book to my lovely <laughs> followers. Perfect. Perfect. So it just kind of gives more in-depth on the book. Um, it starts a conversation and just encourage people to um, learn more about the series, read the series and just to join the conversation as well and give their thoughts and opinions. I have four books out now. Um, the first one is Rushing to Distraction. is talks about the foolish heart. The second one is Wrong Vengeance. It talks about the toxic heart. Um, Devastation or Destiny. Um, it talks about the settled heart. And the latest, The Perfect Sin, which talks about the selfish heart. Okay. So those are the four heartbreaks that we have um, available anywhere. You can buy books on ebook and paperback. It's available at Amazon. It's on Apple Books, Kobo, um, anywhere. So you can um, check out the web website and pick your pleasure and get to reading. <laughs> Thank you Perfect. so, so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it was a joy talking. It was definitely delightful hearing your, your, your outlook and everything. I love your philosophy and just your, your, the spirit that you have behind you. Thank you. It's what I learned in my little old 35 years. So. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Well, wonderful. Just made my day. I hope we chat again, but thanks for today. Definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Much appreciation to Alexina. Be sure to give her a follow on Instagram and check out her website, The Black Dahlia, B-L-A-K-K, Dahlia.com. My new book, Curiosity, is currently available on Amazon. Curiosity celebrates the knowledge that strangers have to offer. Everyone has unique expertise and endless wisdom awaits the perpetually curious. Featuring 200 episodes from the Any Given Runway show, Curiosity explores the diverse lives of athletes, adventurers, and performers. From daring voyages across the Atlantic to unforgettable performances in the West End, 
Curiosity celebrates the sophisticated thing we call life. Everyone has a story. Each person is a scholar. Thank you for listening. Fill up that passport. I'll see you on the road. Aviento. <laughs>